0: All right, welcome to the very first podcast from the Alternative Daily Podcast. Um, This is Jake Carney. And Um, this is Megan Harris. Yes. I just cut right into you. You cut cut right into me. (laughs) I couldn't wait. How's it going?
1: It's going well. We're really excited to be doing this. We're going to be kind of going off the cuff, I guess, today and figuring out from here. We're going
0: to be going off the cuff the entire time. Most of the time. Through episode 1023.
1: (laughs) We're still going to be not sure what we're doing.
0: So yeah. come along for the ride. Absolutely. Uh, we'll be talking about everything from alternative health uh, miracles and remedies and, you know, eating well and then to things like I didn't I did not want to bring up the Kardashians at all, but you I force you to
1: I am the pop culture. But technically, junkie.
0: this was not about her last name isn't Kardashian, but she's related to them. So that's right. Uh, but this is not going to be a uh, anything like that. But we're all going to weave it in and out of uh, health, the top, health <laughs> and wellness and the topics we talked about. Um, All
1: in a day's work, kind of blend uh, the Kardashians with uh, coconut oil. We'll see how we can do that. Oh, stop
0: it. (laughs) Uh, So how was your weekend?
1: My weekend was really good. I was in New York City for a week visiting my sister. She lives in the Brooklyn area. Very, very different from where I live in South Beach, Florida. So I kind of went from the beach to the big city. Got very, very overwhelmed, ate some very, very good food, and am exhausted the entire time. You know, they say that it's the city that never sleeps. That's because it's so loud, it's so hectic, it's so crazy. My sister's always saying, oh, New York City, it's, you know, it makes you feel alive here. And yeah, that's because you're trying not to die everywhere you are. When you
0: said you had food, what'd you eat? Oh my God. Well,
1: I eat all the time. I was talking to you earlier. I love street meat. I am not that afraid. That sounds so delicious. I know street It sounds meat. a little sketchy too, but I am not afraid of the food trucks and the people. Like Halal is really big on the sides of the street. So I had a lamb gyro. You called it a gyro? A gyro. I think that's the correct pronuncia-
0: pronunciation. Gyro. All right. Well,
1: I call it a gyro. I had gyros. I had. Kebabs, I had Asian noodles, I had Indian food. I mean, basically. Gluten free Asian noodles, right? Oh, yes, of course. Gluten free, no MSG, very, very healthy. (laughs) Organic MSG. Oh, yeah, of course. I made sure organic MSG. I just, I really like it there a lot, but it's sort of. For me, it's a very, very fast-paced life that I think we're just spoiled down here.
0: Well, it's funny. You say it's a fast-paced life. You live in South Beach. I know, you but it's a different. the heart different, of South Beach. It's
1: a different fast-paced life. I live in a place that people come in vacation. So people come and they want to, you know, drink a lot and party and kind of go crazy. And that is fast-paced for the people that visit. But in New York, whether you're visiting or you're a resident, I mean, we take for granted just getting into our cars and driving a couple of miles. Ugh. Uh, I know. I mean, it makes us sound so fat and lazy, I, but it's nice to be able to I'm do just, that. I,
0: I'm not. I'm not a big fan of New York City. I don't do it. I had well, to you freaked there. out in South Beach too. Yeah, <laughs> I was driving. Yes, and um, it's, and then uh, walking. No, and then walking and driving. Um, I'm kind of. I, I get nervous about first things, kind of like this first podcast. You know, a little nervous about. But it was the first time of driving into South Beach, and it was. Um, I just wanted to park the car and get out. I know you did. did. I know you did. And just
1: for everybody listening out there, the directions that I told him were on the highway, stay in the left lane. Don't ever get out of the left lane. Take the left lane literally to the causeway where you stay in the left lane. And then at the very end, make a right. Well, if anybody
0: (laughs) knows me that's listening to this, they know that I like to stay in the right hand lane (laughs) and drive five under. That was my first mistake. I don't speed. I drive five (laughs) under.
1: That was my first mistake was telling you that
0: um so that was your weekend you went yeah to, you went you well tell me York about too. your weekend um we actually hung out we uh we did kind of pizza on the beach on oh, friday nice. night with our with our friends gluten free pizza G- actually i did have gluten. really pizza. i did really uh, everybody else did not but i had gluten-free. and you were the only one people know now that uh, if don't invite gonna, you
1: to a pizza party
0: no if they do <laughs> they, they do gluten free pizza and i was really appreciative of that okay so, well that's I did nice see, i did see a little t- uh, a little you know two-year-old uh, about to grab the little gluten-free pizza that I had and <laughs> I had a little mini panic attack, but he didn't eat it. He just ate sand instead. So
1: yeah, because sand is preferable to gluten-free pizza. I
0: think everybody out there yes. will agree. Um, and we did a lot of swimming with Noah. Oh yeah. She, um, how's she doing with swimming? She's doing really well with swimming. She
1: maybe tell everybody out there who doesn't know who Noah is. Oh, I'm sorry. Not just the <laughs> ark
0: built, not just the ark builder. That's right. Noah is actually my daughter and she is two and a half um, and we actually put her into what was called uh, the ISR classes, which were when she when she was first so she was she was born in July. so we actually put her in those, I think at like, you know, within a couple months. She was
1: swimming last year, right? A she was swimming bit. last
0: year. Yeah, so I would say probably not when she was like an infant like at you know, six weeks. but we had her in there, I think, about six months or something like that.
1: And ISR is what?
0: Infant swim and rescue. Um, extremely important. I just picked
1: your baby lifeguards.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's exactly what they are. They just have these red bands across there and they they have lifesavers. A little sunblock on their nose. And they're rescuing the fat people in the pool. Uh, No, it's actually where they go and just throw babies in the water, which um, is kind of what they do. So dramatic. Yeah, I don't know if you've seen the videos of them. They literally will just toss the child in the water and you're the parent and you literally have to just be like, oh my God, and not do anything.
1: I have a friend who, her daughter just passed that and she's one and they have a pool at their house so they had to get her into the ISR classes, and she was posting videos on Facebook for people to watch. And it is scary to see these babies. I mean, of course, it's a controlled environment, but the babies don't know that, and they look like they're drowning. And it's so traumatic; it's even hard to watch. So, is. how is it for so you being was, on the sidelines, so the or something first, like that? The first,
0: well, what I always did, we took her in the pool. Um, previous to that and i would just kind of dip her like blow in her face or she would kind of mm-hmm. you know and then just like dip her under and i do that and so when we had the first class you know that you know that's what the teacher did the first thing and she was awesome she at was it. already so was pro like, with that. <laughs> we got that um but then and then they take her and just throw her in it's like oh my god it's uh it's very tough because you kind of sit back and you're seeing your child underwater like scratching and everything and she'd come up and anytime she was above the water she'd just cry of and course. just like puff and puff and cry and you're like oh but the classes are only 10 minutes oh, okay. and it's because they don't and if they, they cut them short if they notice the, you know, the child is you know really struggling but they always stop like every minute or two so that you know the baby can burp or something like that so they had to get water up but she was probably every time we put her back in the car she was you know to sleep within two minutes all right well that's Um, good but she she definitely did not like going to it but it's really good it's um it's something that i advocate for for any type of people that have children is to get them swimming especially in florida we have pools we have canals we have any type of water around us and you know what could happen if she fell in and we weren't around so well
1: well growing up i you know since i grew up here in south florida i remember being in preschool classes and they were teaching our little classes swim lessons during the summer so it's really i think something that as you said is really important for kids especially in places by water but everywhere i mean there are people out there that at their age at as, as adults that don't know how to swim
0: yeah. You know, and it's we have we've had a, you know a bunch of friends, and all of our friends around here they do it when they have kids because it's just you just don't know. And there are horror stories of people falling into the canals and, and not coming out. And it's um, the weirdest story actually was um uh a mor- our mortgage broker, the guy that we went to get the house mm-hmm. from, he was telling us um, the house we were buying was had a pool and stuff like that. He's like, make sure you put a fence up. I said, yeah, we're going to do that. He said, you definitely need to do it. He's like, I was actually at a party one time. Oh no! Playing with you know you know all of our friends and stuff like that, and I couldn't—I forget his daughter's name or anything like that, but couldn't find. Probably his daughter. shouldn't call her out on the podcast. Yeah, I probably shouldn't <laughs> do that either, right? So I um and he's like he's just like I just start walking around. He's like and I go get this like some macaroni cheese at the uh you know at the at the bar where he's at, and he's like and then all of a sudden he's like I just out of the corner of my eye decide to look at the pool, and he's like and my daughter is literally. Sitting Indian style at the bottom of the pool, completely at rest, like completely just fine, just at the bottom of the pool. I mean, this oh is stuff you hear like my in like a horror story, yeah. And she he jumped right in. Obviously, put her, you know, took her back up. Who knows how long she was in there? She was, ended up being fine, but he was like, she was at that like kind of completely like rest state, almost like being in the womb. He was like, and if he was, like, and if I didn't you know go get my macaroni and cheese or whatever it was, he was like, she would have been done. Yeah. He's like, I just looked at the corner of my eye and saw something at the bottom of the pool, and it was my daughter just sitting below there. Crazy.
1: That is crazy. Great. Well, what happened to macaroni and cheese?
0: Um, I, you're right. I, <laughs> you didn't tried, follow it with took that. A bite first. That's what <laughs> I would do. I wouldn't just
1: throw it down. I'd say, "Excuse me, can you hold this?" <laughs> Terrible.
0: Um, so that so that's hard. So so obviously that that was hard doing that class, but it was good. So now she's a really good swimmer. Now she's starting to use her oh, arm yeah? stuff like that. And and when they do the ISR, they teach them to kind of roll over and breathe. Uh, but and then she,
1: kick to a wall, right?
0: Yeah. And now she can actually pick up her head, take a breath, and you know swim to something. So she's not Michael Phelps yet. Um, uh, but she should be winning gold medals by next year. That's so, so exciting! Yeah, um, but that's um, you know, that that's a, it's a scary thing when you have a child, but it's not as scary as making um lunch for a child. <laughs> really? Uh, yeah. The um, it's the hardest thing ever. Which is, I have to, you know, my two and a half, two and a half year old. Yeah, she um, she goes to like a little preschool for mm-hmm. just a couple hours in the morning, and. Uh, I have to make lunch for every morning, and so obviously I'm a pretty healthy guy, you know. And we talk about it on the site all these different things that so we. So no lunchables. No, 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 no. <laughs> right. um, but I see why people do lunchables because it's so easy. Um, <laughs> I
1: think I was raised on the pizza ones. I had the, like the little ham, <laughs> like the little circle
0: ham. Like a like ham is obviously in the shape of circle. That's how it naturally comes. <laughs> well, off that's how pig. pigs look like. <laughs> um, but it's the hardest thing to do because there's. Like one day, like I won two days ago. And what mm-hmm. I was like, it's literally gambling every day. It's like I'm gonna cook this for this child and see if she she eats it. And she, I usually do like three things. When we first started, I was making like, you know, napkins with pictures of tigers on them. I was drawing things. And after that, I was like, screw it, I, I can't, I I can't keep <laughs> up with this. And so I'll make these amazing meals. Like I'll do like grass fed beef, or I never do chicken fingers, never do anything like that. And she just doesn't eat the stuff. And so finally, I'll do like some grapes or some berries, and she might have a bite of it. But she's like really into like yogurt now, so okay. she eats some really good yogurt, or maybe some you know organic applesauce. Um, but I won two days ago. I there was like I obviously don't eat pasta, but we had some like really good pasta and red sauce. Um, this sounds
1: delicious You can make me lunch Anytime with this Yeah I mean everybody else i loving this Grass fed beef yeah, Pasta she,
0: um, So she, she I won two nights ago She ate all of it The teacher's like Oh my god she ate everything And she had had, her, she had, ate her grapes She ate her yogurt It was perfect I was like I got this thing figured out And that's what I do Every single time that I win And then yesterday Absolutely nothing Really Didn't eat a thing Didn't eat a thing So then I'll pick her up Because I picked her up From school yesterday So we went to a park And she did eat some of her meals there But then she just ate, uh, ended up eating You know nuts and grapes
1: and I wonder like you know When I don't don't eat lunch, when I don't eat lunch, you know, yesterday, for example, I I had some work, so I really pushed it too late in the day. And, you know, they talk about being hangry where you have that anger from hunger. So I was starting to feel it like I had to not answer my phone or anything. I thought I was going to rip someone's head off. But, you know, I wonder, does she get hangry? Like do kids, do they voice that they're hungry because they didn't eat their lunch?
0: I have no clue. You Uh, know, I wonder that you cannot figure out these little human beings. Right, I I I wonder that
1: you would know if I didn't eat lunch and I was hungry.
0: Um, You know, she like even this morning she had. I mean, we literally had like three or four things we went through. Um, You know, we we had some fruit, we had some yogurt, we had something else, and it was just not happening. But it's the hardest thing. I've done a lot of things in my life. It's the hardest thing. (laughs) Making
1: lunch really is at the top of the list.
0: And what's also scary about that too is I have this thing about school. I'm I get high anxiety. I know you do. I never liked school when I was little. So, you're passing that down to your daughter? (laughs) I hope not. I hope it's not compartmentalizing inside of her, but it probably is. Um, But, like, I think it was like last week was teacher appreciation week, and each day you had to bring something in. And so, I thought like the teachers knew about this. And I knew that they didn't set it up, but I thought the teachers knew about this. But um, so, I walked in like one day with like these pictures for Miss Cheryl and Miss whoever and um, gave them to them, like, oh, what is this for? I'm like, I don't know, you know, just. (laughs) Hey, here you go. Happy teacher appreciation. They're like, oh, thank you, blah, blah, And the next day I had to bring in like something else for like the class. And it was like bringing in, um, it was like, you know, some of this like paint, like finger paint, stuff okay. like that. So I brought it in and they're like, oh, thanks again. I'm, and they're like, why are you doing this? And I was like, I, and I freak out. Like I was like like, 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 like in school again. I'm like, oh my God. I don't know. My wife just told me to do it. I just brought it here. Here's what it is. Just, you know. Just, I'm just the dad. Just I just do the drop off. And then I just like, like really awkwardly turn out and run. So, yeah. <laughs> So it is scary. I just don't like facing, like, you know, even preschool teachers. I can't do They're going to start
1: sending Noah home with a list, like the school supply list, and be like, oh, Noah's dad will take care exactly, of it. <laughs> exactly. exactly. <laughs> we need some new computers for the classroom. Can you take care Noah's of that? Noah's dad just,
0: he brings all the good stuff. <laughs> um, but the one thing we wanted to talk about, too, which is kind of like, a, I guess, the biggest craze has been the whole dad bod yeah, thing. Yeah, I love this. So... What I think dad bod is, and you can You know, you tell me what a dad bod is.
1: Okay. Well, for those of you who are uninformed about dad bod, dad bod actually, there was. For those of you who don't know, uh, there was a girl, a Clemson University student. Her name's Mackenzie Pearson, and she actually wrote an article. The funny thing is, she wrote it back in March, and it wasn't until about a month later that the story went viral. And she was actually talking about guys in college and describing the male body in college, and she describes the dad bod. <laughs> as, quote, I go to the gym occasionally, but I also drink heavily on the weekends, and I enjoy eating eight slices of pizza at a time. So...
0: Is it gluten-free honestly, pizza? Honestly, Probably. It,
1: it's uh, not. It's not your gluten-free pizza. But <laughs> honestly, even though it's dad bod, that resonated with me very personally. Are you?
0: Are you? Are you, are you attracted to a dad bod? No, I'm not attracted it to was, a dad a, bod. But I can't but eat eight is slices it kind of, of like pizza. A little chub everywhere. Uh, yeah, what is I think it's. it's, I, mean, I, it's I think it
1: it's. Yeah, I think. Well, that's the thing is you're talking about the dad bod, but she's actually describing it for college guys. It's supposed the co- to be. So it's actually. She really wasn't. talking... It's con- really just men. <laughs> <laughs> it's who she's dating on Tinder, I guess. <laughs> she needs to start swiping in the other direction because she's saying that there's something about the dad bod that makes men seem more human, natural, and attractive. So they were, you know, everybody's gotten this story and sort of it's gone viral and people were saying that the poster boy for a dad bod is actually Leonardo DiCaprio. Leonardo DiCaprio. I mean,
0: all of us men, 100% right, of us would say that's fine with you us. You guys Are
1: like, okay, if we'll Done. be a dad bod. We
0: win. Men win. We <laughs> exactly.
1: Win well, that's the thing. It's like, you know, they're talking about the fact that it's, it's just the average male physique. Like, sure, he might be a little bit in shape, but he's not afraid to drink. He's not afraid to eat. He's not the guy that's going to be obsessed with six pack and biceps and a perfectly chiseled body. So is this
0: kind of like the opposite of the bro now? Exactly. Or a little, or bro is just growing up now. I mean, I think it's, yeah, I
1: think the bro, I think the gym bra, bra, it's not bro, it's bra. I think the gym bra is now, you know, becoming a dad. And I I see it, you know, my, my boyfriend was really into CrossFit. He still is. He still works out, you know, we both work out five, six days a week. But, you know, when, when he was, before he started working a normal, I say quote, quote, normal job because you and I don't know what that's like. Yeah. <laughs> before he started working a job like that, you know, he was able to, when he was in school, devote an hour and a half, two hours a day to working out. Did he really know, work out for an hour and a half Hour a and a half to two hours every day. Oh right, now, you know, if you got, if people have to be at work from nine to six, that means you have to get up and get to the gym by seven or go at 7 p.m. So it's really hard. So I think that it's sort of the more attainable body physique and she's basically saying and she was obviously writing this to be you know sort of sweet and kind of funny about it did she
0: say she liked it or no she said she liked it she says she
1: makes it more you know uh, a natural more attainable thing and she actually said that at the heart of it all she wants to make the point clear that no matter what you look like someone out there finds you attractive and again let's be honest if we're saying that Leonardo DiCaprio is the poster boy for dad bod it's not just someone finds you attractive everyone finds you attractive but here's the thing if Leo I'm gonna be honest If Leo was walking down the beach, shirt off, man bun, because he does have the man bun, so he's got like two of the trends, I would not necessarily think he was hot. I think that a lot, first of all, it's Leonardo DiCaprio, but I think that most people my age, you know, 20s and up, we still remember Leo as Jack from Titanic. So Leo captured our hearts at such a young age. the it's c- true, you don't know, you don't always know always makes people
0: to be so well, much more attractive Absolutely I, my, my thing is like, you know, if, if John Mayer was really walking oh, down the no, street no, People no, are like, no. oh, there's just a goober walking down there, right?
1: I, uh, Ryan Gosling, I mean, I know I'm going to get a lot of flack for that He's very handsome He's a good looking dude He's very good looking, but he's just a normal good looking dude But we remember the notebook, we remember how he made us feel I really think that a lot of times <laughs>
0: I've never seen that, by Oh, the way.
1: really? Yeah I, I believe out there it is the one movie that will make a man cry, and if you don't cry, <laughs>
0: I do cry a lot of I'm sure, I'm sure I sure would cry, but I just oh, it's I just so beautiful. Seen, I, don't, I don't watch a lot of movies. <laughs> um, so another thing with the dad bod is the um, uh, the bun and the beard. Yeah.
1: So other male trends that we really don't understand. So the man bun, and I was I was talking about. I went to New York for the for a week, and my sister lives in Williamsburg, right in the Brooklyn area, really trendy, very up and coming, kind of a cool area, and the man bun, which is guys out there that are growing out their hair. Again, Leo's got this. We see Orlando Bloom, Jared Leto. These trends sort of take off in Hollywood and then kind of go mainstream. So many men have the longish hair. Now, I, I wonder, is that a sensitive topic for you? I'm is.
0: I'm bald for everybody <laughs> listening. Uh, I, 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 if I had long hair, I did have long hair in college. I never yeah, had the Yeah, I bun. heard you had long hair. I, it was just kind of like long, shaggy So now guys I think are sort of brushing it
1: back Like slicking it back It really looks like a a top knot I'm fine with it A cross between like the ballerina bun And like a sumo wrestler bun
0: I'm fine with it. And it's very Metro. It's very Metro. It is. It is. It's very. Me- I see it. See, I, th- I, I see, see metrosexual as kind of like slick back hair gel, you know, Wall Street type of thing. I you know? feel. Is this like the new Metro? See, th-
1: I think it is the new Metro uh. because I think it's guys that are trying to sort of look grungy, look kind of haphazard. Oh, their hair is kind of We dirty. called them posers when I was younger. <laughs> <laughs> Back in, the day. Back in the day. But, you know, I think it, it sort of has this cross between... I think it's the new Metro. And I think rather than the Metro sexual sort of being the perfectly groomed, manicured guy, it's obviously a trend that guys are emulating. And to me, it, it almost has that the new Metro is sort of undone Ugh. with the long hair.
0: I just think... My big thing, too, is um, like I have a little bit of scruff. And I, I usually go about like a week without shaving. If I go two weeks, it gets... Re- Gina, My wife hates it because um, it
1: hurts a woman. It's very uncomfortable to kiss a man with facial hair like that. It's bad for your and skin. I always, I always
0: test it, like on my uh, arm, like you that. You start just, making um, out with your with the inside of your, my your chin, elbow. My my chin. We're on going the back head. to middle school, it. kissing your inside of your elbow. I get it, but I just it's. But what my point was is that. The people who have like beards, oh yeah, and they will trim them like perfectly. Uh-huh. That's not the point of having a beard. The point of having a beard <laughs> is just letting it go.
1: The lumberjack
0: beard, the lumberjack, like, like obviously the dudes from Duck Dynasty. I, I'm familiar with them. You know, controversy aside, mm-hmm. politics aside. Th- those are beards. That's what you're those are to do serious beards, beard. right? Yeah. So those you're are not the sort of trim it up, make perfect like edge ups and line-ups. It's no, the it's new
1: metro. God, I'm telling you, it's the new metro. I think it's the men out there that are sort of trying to have this sort of scruffy, undone look with all this hair and all this beard. But then they are taking time. It's not like they're growing it out to look yeah, dirty. They're growing it out and then I just love being a poser it.
0: again. I just it I, is kind I, of a poser. Uh,
1: well, it's funny because they. The man bun and then the lumberjack beard, it seems like everybody's got it. Maybe not down here in South Florida, but where I was, it was everywhere. Beards and buns were running rampant. so
0: I, like, I would have a bun because it's just practical to put it up. I wouldn't put it up and be like, oh, my God, are people looking at me? Do they like that bun? Do I'm telling like you, bun? I
1: was at the gym and know. a guy, this was in New York, a guy took out his man bun in front of one of the mirrors by the weight rack and shook his hair out. And it was such beautiful hair. <laughs> I immediately got self-conscious. I was like, no way. This guy has was better he, hair then Was he
0: me. taking a selfie and posting it on Instagram Practically, or Practically. Well,
1: that's more of a South Beach thing maybe than uh, the uh, New York City thing. So it's uh, terrible trends everywhere you look.
0: So do you have a, what is your most embarrassing story ever?
1: Oh man, put me on the spot like that. I'm gonna put you on the spot, we're just gonna segue real quick. You know, I was thinking, because here's my thing is I I can beat you. The first thing, yeah, I'm sure you can, because it would take me a few minutes to think about the most embarrassing story, but one time I was really embarrassed. This also, I guess, most embarrassing stories for people. If, If alcohol is involved, I'm in your club. One time, I uh, was at a birthday party at a bowling alley, and we were all having a lot of drinks. I know, I do love stuff like that. It's nice to. It's sort of a way to maybe make you feel better about would the drinking. I never guessed that
0: you would put your feet into bowling shoes. Oh <laughs>
1: yeah, well, I try not to. I try. I see how long I can get away with just having my own shoes on. But I do like to bowl. I really more just like the beer and the camaraderie. But I do <laughs> like to bowl, and I was with a group of people. We we're all bowling, having a good time. I guess I had too many drinks which of course should start most of my stories and I went up to bowl and I threw the ball down the lane and totally had a gutter ball you know awful I turn around I'm like oh no you know whatever and a guy comes up to me and goes you just bowled in our lane we're in the middle of a tournament oh and I felt so embarrassed and so I, I didn't even know what to do I mean he's looking at me I felt like an idiot so that was really embarrassing I basically just hid with all the beer for the rest of the night and well, try not, your not to. Well, most embarrassing story.
0: You're doing pretty well. Yeah, I guess. Um, mine is. It kind of goes along with that whole, like you wake up, you're like you're in a, you're in a dream and you're like in your like, like you're naked in school. You're naked, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I think I figured out why I have those. And it's actually it, the, the most embarrassing story was that um, it was 12. I was like 12, 13, right? Okay. I always wanted to go away to like this, to like go away camp. And I, I and did that. I loved time. it. <laughs> I never went after, <laughs> again, after this. Um, I went one time. It was like a soccer camp, and um, it was like with my team and stuff like that. And it was, you know, we were all having fun, right? The soccer team has like you know fifteen, sixteen people on it at that age, and there was like you know five or six other you know age group teams that were there, and I. Um, we, we were sitting there, like it was like a, one night, right? And so the whole like the first day you're just doing all these different things, you know, playing and stuff like that. And then I remember like that night, the one thing that they did was like like people would like sneak in, like you know, alcohol and beer, and we were like 12 or 13, and I didn't I didn't have any of that. Mike's hard lemonade yeah. when you're 12 years old. <laughs> yeah. Bartles and James, <laughs> but the um but the they we played like the pass out game the one night. Just, yes. Which I don't advise for anything. And if, ter- I, if I, I caught my daughter doing that. Yeah. No, that's terrible. It terrible. It's It was an interesting experience. I did it. It was crazy. But um, I don't recommend that. Oh, if I find out she's doing this that's bad. Um, but the next day, we're all kind of sitting around in kind of the same room we were at. And then all of a sudden, I saw like everybody start to kind of like get together and come at me. And I'm like, what? and I was like a pretty good player, right? And I was just, But here's the other thing, too. I was also, um, I just hit puberty late. Okay. So I was like, a lot, you know, littler than everybody else, and so this, like, they try and get this one guy, and he just kind of, like, I guess, scurries out of something. And then I notice, like, there's like, ten dudes coming at me, and it's the most embarrassing story because what they ended up doing, it kind of sucks too. <laughs> I'm already laughing. I don't <laughs> even know what. No, it you're is. gonna cry here in a second. Is they, um, what they actually did was they actually took off my shirt and took off my pants. And at this point, I'm like 12 or 13. I wasn't into boxers yet, oh. so I just had like little teddy whiteies. <laughs> no. And they were laughing that I was wearing tidy whiteies.
1: Was Superman on him?
0: It was just white, which is probably even worse. Yeah. And so when then what they did was they actually tied up, my, tied up like my arms, tied up like my wrists. Oh, no. And then they actually tied, they didn't, it wasn't, this was not, it was not hurting, but they put like a rope around my neck, like, <laughs> yeah, and paraded me through, through the, the camp? rest of the camp. In your underwear? And, and I just remember like thinking like, you assholes, what are you guys doing? Were and you funny, crying? I didn't cry. And here was the thing, like, I just remember looking at all them, like, and this kind of goes into, like, why I always – I think I like to be different than people. There were, like, 10, 11, 12 people coming at me, and I was like, I'm the only one. Like, I'm different, mm-hmm. so I'm like, and now I'm backed into the corner. I could not get these guys off. And I just like, you know what, let's just, you know, let's take off his clothes and parade him through the uh, th- through the camp. And so I did. I remember, and my sister – because it was like a um, – it was like a co-ed camp for like soccer and stuff like that. I remember like making eye contact with my sister as I'm like, as I'm coming down. Like and she's street. like, I don't know that guy. I was, no, and I, I looked at it, and she looked so sad for me. And I was like, Oh my god! I was like, My sister is really upset. Like, I was like, I'm really in my you know my my underwear. It was terrible. But I don't I, like, I don't hold any hold any grudge against them. It was so. Embarrassing. Oh yeah, we can tell. It was so embarrassing. <laughs> it was like kind of like the camp. The guy who ran the camp, like he was sitting there just like laughing, and I was like, Oh
1: god. So it's suck. like an initiation sort of thing. Yeah.
0: So it sucked. It was the most embarrassing thing. It was absolutely the most embarrassing thing and um, I think that's why I kind of like to always like go against what everybody That's go why you wear two mainstream. pairs of underwear now? two <laughs> pairs of underwear <laughs> and go against <laughs> everything. Yeah. It was um just that, that's it was it was not fun at that point, but it was it was I've since had, you know, I don't see nightmares but dreams like you, re, you know, obviously wake up in your class and you got nothing on. And I think mine actually has to do with that. It's crazy.
1: Really? Yeah. Maybe it's because I I mean it sounds like you know soccer and and teams like that. It's a lot like, you know, Like a club mentality A group mentality It's sort of You know I was in a sorority In college And you know As as freshmen When you're on your pledges You know Girls don't have it As bad as guys Or it's certainly not Where I went to school But you know They they sort of do the same thing The older girls Sort of tease you And try and embarrass you And kind of parade you In front of All the fraternity guys And you know They made us sort of Do ridiculous things In in front of guys And it was very embarrassing And, And I guess You being alone It's it's really embarrassing because you are the only person when you're sort of with a group mentality where you're looking around and it's six other girls or eight other girls that are just like you. It's still embarrassing, but it's almost in the sense of you just have to go through it. And then, you know, the next year you're going to make some girl's life a living hell as well.
0: It sucked. Um, You know, and I, I, it was tough because it was kind of like almost like the, bullying, a- the yeah. bullying aspect of it. And it's, I don't, I was, just, it, it just sucked. I remember I actually just told my parents, like, I never told anybody about it. I told my parents about it, like, I think like a year ago. And really? They were, oh my God. They, they must were, have been
1: so sad for yeah, you. Yeah, they were like, oh my God. How could you not tell us? Call.
0: Like, I'm like, that was like, we're going to call the camp 20 years ago. <laughs> Leave it be. I was like, but. Because I thought that I had told them about it, whatever. It was just um, it sucked. But it's so it's tough being that age, right? Yeah. And so we, the one thing we were talking about here was you know when people see what these celebrities are doing with like their lips and everything like that, and and we both know there's definitely natural ways to go about you know looking feeling looking and feeling beautiful. But uh, there's one specific uh, I guess celebrity in particular that actually who's under eighteen, right? Yeah, she, yeah. She did. What she do? Botox. In her lips? So what, what do so do? this
1: is this is where. Uh, I was able to, Jake kind of conceded to letting me talk about uh, Kardashians and Jenners here. Uh, so but for those of you who don't know, or if you, maybe you live under a rock and you've never heard of the uh, Kardashian There's clan. nothing wrong with that, by the way. Yeah, right. the yeah you're not really, really missing not much. And uh, Bruce Jenner, of course, Bruce Jenner and Chris Jenner, his uh, ex-wife. They have a bunch of children together. Bruce Jenner has a number of children. Kylie Jenner is the youngest. She's, you know, the half-sister of the Kardashian sisters and the youngest of Bruce Jenner's children. She's 17 years old. So many people know the Kardashians. I'm rolling my eyes. I know so you right. are. I know you are. Most people know the Kardashians, Jenners, that whole clan have. a Millions and millions and millions of followers on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. I mean, they make thousands of dollars for promoting a product by posting a photo of it. I mean, that is... Their brand and Kylie Jenner a couple of months ago. We
0: can stop saying their names now.
1: (laughs) A couple of months ago, she started taking photographs and appearing in photos with very, very obviously much larger, very enhanced lips. And for a long time, people were saying, oh, she must have had plastic surgery. What did she get done? What did she get done? And she was saying, no, no, this isn't my makeup artist. She was sort of, you know, touting these products, saying it's lip plumper. You know, if you draw your lip liner above your lip, this is how it can look and all of that. Well... It ended up coming out that she ended up admitting she has had fillers. Which well, you know,
0: what is, is that like Botox? Or yeah, it's, is it? it's
1: like an injection. It's a little bit more permanent than fillers. Oh, my God. I mean, it's a little bit more permanent than Botox. So it's fillers. It's a procedure. She had her lips plumped up. Now, I know that there are many people out there that are under 18 that probably get cosmetic surgery maybe for, you know, reasons that they need to. Sure, you know, we're not sure. saying that no. if something makes you feel good, then that's a decision that you make. We are not talking about that. The thing is, when I feel is when you're a public figure like she is and when she's making her business and her life to promote herself and her life is selfies. I mean, her sister just released a selfie Stop book. It. We're not promoting I know. anything like that. I know. I'm saying to <laughs> sort of have this audience of mostly teenagers and tweens, you know, the under-teenage age, to then be saying, no, no, that's not what I do. It's, it's all natural. And then to come out and say, oh, I did do some enhancements. What a lot of girls were doing was the Kylie Jenner lip challenge. And she ended up seeing about this online and was, you know, writing things saying, do not do this, do not do this. But it was very dangerous. And basically what teenagers or what fans were doing, (laughs) this is so silly, kids today... They were actually putting their mouths into the openings of <laughs> bottles or cups or glasses. I know you're gonna have a daughter that's gonna grow up well, one
0: no, I, day. To I, this. I laugh because I know what they were doing. They're putting in there, they're sucking in, and they were sucking, they there, were sucking so really, really hard, get, so their uh, lips
1: would get swollen. So <laughs> and then they were posting photos of it online, <laughs> and a lot of kids were having I'm to go sure to the hospital. That sucks. Their that's lips terrible. were bleeding. Their lips were getting swollen and bruised, and just kind of crazy. Well, well the main reason
0: I laugh too is because. Um, how do and kids think of this stuff, Well, no. Th- well, way. think about it. Think about it. Like, when I was little, and there was, like, a... You had your what's called, like, your shop vac, right? Okay. Yes! Like, it's like, oh, it's cool. It sticks to my cheek. It sticks to my belly. It sticks to my leg. <laughs> Let me put my... <laughs> and now it's on, like, your lips, right? But I couldn't imagine, like, holding that there for, like... You know a minute or two To make them big Or anything like that I it's mean it's just, oh. It's so silly
1: But a lot of this Is because <laughs> I mean as sad as it is Teenagers and kids See this stuff On social media And they try to emulate it So I guess the moral Of the story I feel Is if you're gonna emulate a, Something a celebrity is doing Make it a man bun Over Kylie Jenner's <laughs> yeah. lips Can we just circle back To well, that because, for well, a there's minute
0: definitely, There's definitely that. Let's say somebody did Like want bigger natural lips There's things that you can do Right you know, Other than kind of Like sticking your lips
1: Of course I mean the there's bottom. makeup Contouring There's a lot of things That you can do The problem is These are Kids that are doing it, of course. Serums
0: or anything? No, no, no. We're
1: talking about you can get makeup all natural lip liner and line the outside of your lips and
0: make your lips look plumper that way. Don't don't stick your mouth in a bottle and try. No. I saw the pictures. Like the one girl's like bleeding.
1: And posting it on photos. And that's the other thing is these kids are like posting it on Facebook and Instagram and and showing the world. But she did in her defense. She did. I know you don't like that. I see the look you're giving me for saying in her defense of a Jenner Kardashian. She did go on Twitter and say that she does not endorse that. She does not want people to do that, that this was a personal decision that she wanted to make. The, the,
0: the, did you hear there was like the, there, maybe it was like two years ago. There's something called like the cinnamon challenge. Oh said, yeah. yeah. Did you try it? No,
1: I wouldn't. No, I'm not an <laughs> idiot. I wouldn't try that. Is, that. is that like along with the gallon of milk, those stupid yeah, challenges? We did, we did that in college. Why do boys always look for ways to make themselves vomit?
0: Because it's it's if it's in a safe and fun you know setting, it's fun. Because my like, boyfriend like, oh. has
1: done the milk thing, and that did to he make me, it? no, of course we, not. We, made, we did had you somebody, make we had,
0: it? No, I didn't do it. I, I was. You know, we had somebody do it with uh, strawberry milk. Ugh. Actually, he want no. Actually, he wanted to do it with strawberry milk because he thought he could. You know.
1: So can you it? explain for people who don't know what the milk challenge is? You
0: could drink like a whole gallon of milk within Ugh. like what? I think it's actually just. In like, in like 30 minutes or I think it might actually be an hour or something like it's
1: that. It's that long? Oh, I thought it was like five, ten minutes. No, no,
0: no, 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 no. I don't know. But it's like. You must I get think it's really like sick. Yeah. it's No, it all Oof. comes right back up. And we, obviously, we, we don't want people doing that. Don't send us pictures of you throwing No, it I mean, I've own.
1: eaten a gallon of ice cream before, but I did not <laughs> feel well after that
0: so what's the cinnamon challenge then so i mean i know what it is i think it's but like you take like a spoonful of cinnamon and see if you can swallow the whole swallow thing the whole thing you can't right and you can't but here's the thing is don't try it because actually what actually happens is you know it gets in your esophagus and actually start burning burning because there's just so much and you can't it just dries out it's just not good uh but everyone's well there's kids will find out the the, the stupidest things to do challenge i mean we for. were doing the
1: fainting thing when we were in middle yeah, school
0: that, was, that was, but i mean that's I'm, looking back on it that was probably way better than being you know at you know, it paraded through in your underwear, but yeah. still. But no, it's it's I, I look back on it like that was so dumb. Like one of one of us like passed that and we couldn't get each other up. I mean, yeah, gonna, of course. Crazy. But there's definitely like, you know, natural ways to do it, like you said, with your lips and stuff like that. So actually a couple Noah's kind of been battling a little bit of um eczema. Not so oh, much really? crazy like on her face and stuff like that, but just, like a lot on her feet. And, you know, tried a bunch of things. We tried changing up her diet and stuff like that. And nothing really kind of helped. But we would try coconut oil every once in a while and just um, putting it all over her feet. Yeah and we try for like, you know, a night or two whatever and then it wouldn't get better and we tried a bunch of different things so you know a couple I think a couple weeks ago um or a month ago whatever uh we decided we we're gonna go full on in we we're gonna try for like a whole week or whatever and what does
1: full on in mean putting it on our feet yeah, like every yeah, day we're,
0: we're not we're not gonna give up on this thing okay. we're gonna do it before school we're gonna do it at okay. night and everything and i was actually just looking at her toes today like when i was you know getting ready for for school and like I don't want to say it's, like, completely gone and she, she's healed, but I don't see any traces of really? it. Really? And it it always hurt her. She'd always, like, have, like, burning feet, burning uh-huh. sensations and stuff like that. But um, you think, you know, with – we have the coconut oil book, which, you know, sold, you know, 70,000 copies that, you know, I would stick harder at it. But there were just so many things we were just trying, so we decided to try one thing at a time. And it looks like coconut oil actually helped it. So – you know, if you want your lips bigger, just you know, paint them to look like they're bigger. Don't stick your mouth into a you know coke bottle. I mean, it's just uh, there's there's some. Natural if you're things
1: trying to emulate that. anything the Kardashians or the Jenners do, you need to stop listening to this podcast right now and yes. call your doctor and get a shrink. Um, I love coconut oil, though. Honestly, I use it for everything. One of my a couple of my favorite things to use it for, which I did actually learn from your coconut oil book. I use it in my hair as a hair conditioner a lot I'll put it in my hair maybe once a week for like 3-4 hours and then rinse it out I use it to remove my makeup every single time I wear makeup because I have contacts I use it to remove my eye makeup and it's amazing I put it on my lips you can use it as a moisturizer it's amazing that it really is something that you can keep in the kitchen and in the bathroom and in the bedroom. I mean, you can really keep it anywhere.
0: You know, we actually—the funny thing was—is we um, we did a we did a contest on. Um on our Facebook, it was like a, a month ago, and some people, we asked them what they what they wanted to use coconut oil for and stuff like that, and they, you know, sent us the most unique way that you use your coconut oil. And um, the one person didn't want to post it. I think she actually, you know, private messaged us, and I was like, oh, this is crazy. What's going on? And she said, I w-, she's like, I want to win the contest. I know I'm going to win, but I don't <laughs> want to be public with it. And I'm like, okay shoot and she said she's like um she said that she was actually diagnosed with cancer like eight to ten years ago um in remission. so she's wanted to live a completely healthy lifestyle and that she's um you know, she's married as a husband mm-hmm. and she wanted to stay sexually active, but didn't want to use any type of like crazy lubricants. So her and her hut and her doctor actually re- recommended that she use coconut oil as the personal lubricant for her and her husband. Wow. And she was like, now everything is great. Obviously my kids are still in remission. I'm not using any type of chemicals. My bedroom, and,
1: smells, like cookies. And my bedroom <laughs> smells like cookies.
0: And we, we just got back from our second honeymoon and I was like, wow, Good for you guys. it yeah. really is the secret, and, you know, the coconut oil secret. Yes. Um, so, That's awesome you No, know, we. I use it Did a lot she Did you win? Oh yeah, you, you oh, yeah. Let her win? I, oh yeah I'm sorry So I, I, was, I was like You win I literally just sent back I was like You win Where can I send The free jar of coconut oil <laughs> To you uh, But we You know what I'd like to cook with it more My wife does not like The taste of coconut and, Really? Yeah she doesn't She thinks
1: it tastes too tropical
0: <laughs> I don't think anybody's Ever said that In their lives <laughs> you know, This tastes way too tropical I'm this not This is too gonna, much like vacation This is too much just like stop the beach it. I want the snow Do you even think it tastes like snow And you know Do you even think it tastes like New York City um, yes it's called garbage no, I think she just doesn't like the um she doesn't like this coconut flavor at all, right. all. uh which sucks because I love it like if you just like cooking chicken in it yeah cooking, it's delicious veggies you know, too shrimp anything it just mm-hmm. I, I love that tropical ve- apparently she just doesn't like fun so she doesn't
1: like fun <laughs> she likes the taste of New York City and snow
0: <laughs> um no but we we do use it a lot around the house um and obviously doing some oil pulling as well with it are you really oil pulling yeah it's it's tough to keep up with every single day
1: i just feel i've tried it before but it's really hard to keep swishing it around in my mouth for that long you have to do you know how much do you have to put in your mouth I, it's like
0: a spoonful I but mean, i feel like
1: it, it, i lose it so quickly maybe i'm swallowing i you, think i'm like swallowing
0: it well something we actually get this question all the time is like you know what because we, we say that you know should obviously spit it out and people are like oh my god why are you spitting it out don't waste that goodness and stuff Ugh. but the whole point is to have it Take draw the out toxins, the path- yeah. pathogens and the toxins out of your teeth and the, all the bacteria you don't want to swallow it and just go into your stomach so I think we can all deal with maybe like losing a scoop each morning. (laughs) And if you really want it again, you know, have a scoop afterwards. But, um, no, it's good. And, uh, you know, we use it a ton around the house and actually the, the the main way that I actually use it is for moisturizer. So being a bald guy, when I, when I shave my head and stuff like that, and then even after like being in the sun or like in the pool and stuff like that, or putting it on before you go in the pool. Because it actually helps with you know making sure the chlorine doesn't have much contact with your skin.
1: Oh, that's probably great for hair, too. It is,
0: you also leave a big oil slick in the pool, but whatever. Um, so, so I'll just do it in your pool, that's not fine. my uh, And then when you jump in, it's like a knife going through water. There's no splash. You just right down. <laughs> um, but no, it's. Um, I use it probably mostly as a moisturizer. And again, my wife hates the smell of it. So like I'll have it on before bed. And she's like, oh, she's like, it stinks like coconut. I'm like, that's the worst thing. So I guess the fun. lube is out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, but if you want to learn more about our coconut oil, um, uh, you know, we actually have, you can go to coconut oil book.com. We got more information there.
1: Um, the book is awesome. Actually, it really does say so many unique ways. I mean, we're talking about maybe some of the more obvious ways, but there are so many things that you can do with coconut oil. I didn't even know you could give it to your pets and stuff too.
0: Oh yeah. And you could brush your, brush your dog's teeth with it and stuff like that. Oh yeah. It's really good stuff. Um, but yeah, you can find more information about that at coconut and I think this is a wrap for us. All right. What well, was your take this first time? I think, think we did
1: pretty well on it.
0: Yeah, we kept it going. There was, no, there was no like awkward 10 second silences. Of course there's
1: not awkward 10 second <laughs> silences. It's me and you. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, no, uh, Megan. Uh, Megan also runs the majority of our social media. Um, and you're big on telling people where to find us. So that's where you find right. Us?
1: You can find us at The Alternative Daily on Facebook. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. We're on Pinterest now. Basically, if there is a social media platform, we are on it. And every platform is a little bit different. We're not just reposting the same things on Facebook that you see on Instagram. So it's all really different and really, really cool. So just follow us if you guys are there. What is the
0: Instagram? Megan runs the yeah. runs Instagram, I, I mean, she talks back and forth. So can people talk to you on there? Yeah,
1: of course. People send me comments. Last night I posted a recipe for a dinner that I made. I like what to post my exercises. Oh, I'm really big in making like healthy takeout food. I guess I didn't have enough when I was in New York. So uh-huh. I went home and I made um, like healthy shrimp lo mein and I used brown, brown rice noodles. So it was gluten free. I used organic shrimp and organic kale. Organic and- shrimp. What's organic shrimp? Organic shrimp? I don't know. That's just what Whole Foods <laughs> like, told me it was. Wild cod. Yes, it was, it's wild shrimp. It was out all night the night before. It was. <laughs> There's a dad joke right there. That, was, that was really bad. I'm going <laughs> to go grab my dad bod now. There's nothing wrong with that, by There's the way. There's nothing wrong with the dad bod. The you only know, thing cause that... Because as I wanted
0: to say was that, you know, it's... it's
1: You You feel happy about that. You're like vindicated. Yeah. Well, you
0: have a daughter and and you have a child and you have, you're so scared about taking them to school. You only got so much time during the day. You try to keep up with it. And then at the end of the day, do you really want to go work out? You know what? That's why I'm just big on doing it in the mornings. You know, when you work out to the mornings, but there's, you know, if somebody wants to have a beer at night and just relax, Jake's still
1: trying to get back his pre-pregnancy body. His (laughs) wife's like way beyond that. She's already been there, but Jake's still working on his. No,
0: I, (laughs) Actually, I, I did weigh 220 pounds in college. Yeah,
1: but you're long and
0: lean. Yeah. As, as my sister says, I, have, I strive to have the body of a young gymnast. You do. <laughs> I have a long torso. That's about it. So, uh, Anyways, well, thank you. So so Instagram, Pinterest. Facebook, Facebook Twitter,
1: Twitter, and, of course, the AlternativeDaily.com, the it. hub.
0: That's, that's, that's a wrap for us. All and, right. Um, we'll look forward to doing this next week. Absolutely. Thank you, Megan. Thanks, Jake. All right. Bye, guys. Bye.